Continuing coverage with the results last night from the general election. Joining us is Congressman Rodney Davis here with the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop, Kevin Hart in the newsroom. And Congressman, it was a long night last night, but you are the uh, declared victor with your uh, opponent conceding. What's uh, what's the latest? How are you feeling? Congratulations. Well, I feel great, Greg and Kevin. Uh, this has been a, you know, a long campaign. Uh, you've seen it. You've heard it. Uh, and it was really a humbling moment last night to know that uh, we were able to, to win by such a good margin in this district. Uh, I'm very uh, ecstatic. We saw Republican victories up and down the ticket throughout this district. And, you know, I was really glad to be able to stand up with my family and thank them because, you know, this the campaigns are rough on them. They don't say a lot, but if uh, somebody says it doesn't bother their family uh, when you see some of the things that are said about me, uh, they'd be lying to you. Congressman Rodney Davis joining us. And if you could, I don't know if you're on speakerphone, but if you go ahead and pick that up or get closer to the microphone, it sounds a little echoey. But uh, last night you did also uh, put somebody else on blast. You uh, called out the Champaign County clerk. Uh, what's going on there in Champaign County? You know, when we declared victory, uh, there were hardly any votes coming in from Champaign. And when you're a county clerk, you have one job, or actually two jobs to do. Uh, number one, you want to make sure that your election processes are free, fair, and and open to the public. And if there's a problem with counting the ballots, if there's a problem with any administrative task as a county clerk, your second most important job is to communicate to the public what's wrong. He failed on both of those. He's a brand-new county clerk that the people of Champaign County elected to actually be able to come in and communicate what's going on during a very important election, and he failed miserably at that. Congressman, of course, uh, you know, you are um, uh, walking back to the Illinois, or not the Illinois House, but the U.S. House. Uh, What are you seeing across the country? Uh, How are Republicans doing to possibly uh, edge away some of the the Democrat uh, majority? Has that happened, or are we still seeing a lot of dust in the air? Wow, what a difference 24 hours makes. I mean, remember just less than a day ago, we were told that Democrats would probably add upwards of 15 to 20 seats to their majority. It looks like we're going to have a minimum of 10. And there's a possibility with some of the races that we still see in Pennsylvania and New York that we could even inch closer to the majority. I'm not going to get my hopes up, but last night was a huge win for Republicans, a huge win for Kevin McCarthy, Steve Scalise, Liz Cheney, and also our NRCC chair, Tom Emmer, who just kept his head down, invested those dollars wisely in good candidates, and he exceeded and we exceeded expectations. You know, um, it just goes to show you, if, if hubris and ego take over, sometimes uh, sometimes the Democrats will, will get ahead of themselves like they did last night. Congressman, what are the main issues that you're going to be going back to Congress to, to try to tackle here, uh, especially being you know, potentially in the minority still? Well, we've got to defeat this virus. And when you look at what we did together at the beginning of this pandemic to invest in therapeutics, to invest in medicines that allow us to treat more severe COVID patients and get them out of the hospital and thus death rate, of any infection, even in the vulnerable population. You see what we've done to invest in a vaccine that even Dr. Fauci says could be given to our our healthcare workers and our most vulnerable population by the end of this year. We've done a great deal to defeat this virus. But until we see that vaccine, 
that's got to be our number one goal. And then also we have to fulfill, we got to, we have to fill the holes that still exist in our pandemic response. We have over a hundred billion dollars sitting in Washington, ready for our mom and pop shops to be able to apply because of lockdowns like are being ordered by Governor Pritzker. But Speaker Pelosi was too worried about telling everyone how she was going to add to her majority that she failed the small business owners in this district by not allowing us to go back and take a vote to open that pot of money back up to those businesses who need it the most. Congressman Rodney Davis joins us. He is uh, declared victory, and the uh, opponent has uh, conceded the race, and that's uh, Democrat Betsy Dirksen Londrigan here with the WMAY Morning News Feed on 92.7, 94.7, and 9.70 a.m. Congressman, uh, you'd mentioned Governor Pritzker. Uh, he's going to be surely reacting later on this afternoon to uh, the outcome of uh, the the proposed income tax change. What does that mean? I know you're not in the Illinois legislature, but there could be a question coming up about uh, possibly giving uh, relief dollars for non-COVID related expenses to states. Uh, what is the possibility of a Trump administration second term and the lack of uh, a progressive income tax? What does that mean for Illinois and uh, its its financial prospects, especially since we're teetering on junk status with a negative outlook? Yeah, I don't think whatever we could do nationally would would change the trajectory of junk status and teetering on bad financial outcomes here in Illinois because of the failure and abject mismanagement of our state budget for so many years by Democrats here in Springfield. Um, Governor Pritzker, uh, he, he took a lot of losses last night. He went all in on this income tax amendment, and it, it looks like it's failing. And then to top it off, Republicans picked up seats, some seats that no one even gave them a chance for. So Governor Prisker probably needs to take a step back and wonder what went wrong and what went wrong for his Democratic Party and and start working in a bipartisan way and communicating. But the bottom line is he's failed miserably and his administration has failed miserably to spend the dollars, the hundreds of billions of dollars that we've given the state of Illinois in things like expanded unemployment benefits. And I can tell you, if there are state and local tax dollars, in any agreement that we may have in Washington, because of his abject failure and the failure of his uh, agencies like the Illinois Department of Employment Security, I'm going to demand that we give direct funding to our local communities because I frankly just don't trust his administration to get it to where it needs to go. Congressman, uh, finally here, uh, when it comes to your jurisdiction, uh, your congressional districts uh, today, uh, the entire state, uh, including uh, your district, uh, it's under increased COVID-19 mitigation. What should happen here? Uh, You've got Singerman and Springfield officials saying that uh, they're not going to comply with this and they're going to allow for indoor seating uh, going against the governor's order. Uh, What can you do in Congress to, I guess, square this up and do what we need to do to address uh, the spread of COVID-19? Well, this isn't something Congress should get involved in. I've been pretty clear. There should be no national mandates. National mandates mean that you're not taking into consideration the, the issues at hand at the local level. And frankly, uh, I, I think it's interesting that our you know, local officials are standing up to the governor and asking for data. If, if restaurants and indoor dining and indoor gathering is is causing such a spread of COVID, then there should be some data that the governor and his team are using. And if they're using that data, share it. It goes back to the same thing I said earlier about the failure of the Champaign County clerk, Aaron Ammons. 
you got to communicate. And if you're not willing to share that info and communicate, then you know what? I think you're going to see more local officials stand up just like uh, Mayor Langfelter and others. Congressman Rodney Davis, congratulations on another two-year term. Uh, We'll definitely be talking again in the near future, all right? Thank you, Greg. Take care.